genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, One Insult-Filled Minute at a Time. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're talking about Minute 79, <laughs> which starts with Hama bowing across uh, as he enters the hall and ends with Gandalf saying to Wormtongue, be silent and keep your forked tongue behind your teeth. Yeah. Rude. There's lots of rudeness going on in this minute. There's some guys skulking in the background. Orlando Bloom's got this really intense look on his face as he crosses the hall with Armin Armin Gandalf. When doesn't he, though? But it's, like, really intense. Like, I think he's going for nervous, but it looks more angry. Are elves nervous? I don't know. But, like, I feel like that's probably what he's going for. Like, they're being surrounded by people. This is a threatening place. Yeah, I guess. And it, it looks like he, he's going for nervous. Even though they nervous. could take all of them. Even though they could take all of them. Yes. Uh, quite handedly, as a matter of fact. Normal, uh, normal men are no match for a ranger of the north, a dwarf, and an elf. Did you say handedly because it's a pun? Perhaps. <laughs> That's next minute. It is next minute. I like the... Um... Continuity error. Yeah, the the ever-changing staff. Yes. Uh, when we see Gandalf approaching the throne from behind, the staff is upright. And then when we see him approaching from the front, his staff is lowered. Because they shot those scenes at different times. Because when they shot the scene of Gandalf approaching Theoden, when you can see Gandalf's face... Yeah. Uh, Peter Jackson made sure that Ian McKellen carried his staff low because, you know, Wormtongue's supposed to be surprised by it. And he's not going to be surprised by it right, if, if you're just, just carrying it. it as he's doing when we see him from behind in the first few shots. So it jumps back and forth a little bit. In the commentary you were telling me that peter jackson is the one that points it out because he just noticed it the first for the first time while watching yeah which you know he says that he's there for like the editing process like when they decide on the final version of the movie so i'm not sure how he didn't see it before i that's why i'm always like i'm always curious how people miss things when they literally spend i imagine the editing process for a movie is not unlike watching it one minute at a time over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Though, you have to... Then again, I miss things. Right. We all, like, we're only human. It's not like we're, ro- like, editing robots. If we were editing robots, um, this podcast would be a heck of a lot easier. I suppose that's true. <laughs> so, you know, he's, he's a dude. He was probably taking a nap or something. He's like, oh, I, I trust you, editor person. I'm just, I'm just gonna take a nap while you put some of this in. I'm, I'm a busy man. I, lo- I lose a third of my body weight every time I work on a movie. Yeah, he puts his like 
everything into the movie. He puts on his director's coat and then he loses it across the process. <laughs> Is that like Joss Whedon's director beard? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I don't have time to pay attention to doing this. So, you know, I'm, I got to worry about what's what's happening down the line. So he just, he gets smaller as he goes. He just, he just loses time to take care of himself as he directs a movie. Hey, that's like, I don't know. Which is terrible for you. Yes, it is. But that's like, that's what it looks like when you see pictures of him from the beginning of filming to the premiere of Return of the King. It's just like, what? You think he had to buy like three different suits? Probably. Or like three different tuxes? I feel like I've seen pictures of him in some pretty baggy suits. That sucks. He's like, oh, this fit last year. Oh, crap. (laughs) Well, the premiere's in 20 minutes. I guess this is what I'm wearing. (laughs) Gonna accept my Oscar. (laughs) I mean, he must understand that he rubber bands. He probably keeps all that baggy stuff. Probably. (laughs) I get impatient. If my weight fluctuates, I'm just like, well, throwing this out. Then again, we don't have as much room as as Peter Jackson does, I imagine. His closet's probably the size of our apartment, so... (laughs) It's just bag end. Is his closet? Yeah, it's just his closet. It's just bag end. He just incorporated it into his house. What? Like like Hobbit Narnia? Like you go through his closet and you're in Narnia? Perfect. Oh. Yes. I don't know how I feel about this. Considering I don't know how J.R.L. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis would feel about this. <laughs> Shrug. So I like the look of the royal guard armor. Like what Hama and these other guys like flanking the door are wearing. And they made 30 suits of it. And we don't ever see 30 suits of it all at once, I do not believe. Their chain is really... Like it... it... It, I think it, this is scale. Oh, okay. Well, the the shiny bits, um, they're really baggy. They they go pretty far to the floor. It's kind of protect surprising. the legs. Yeah, that makes sense. It's almost like a like a duster. A duster. So like a like a long coat, but it wraps around in the front and it's split in the back, so you still have like full leg movement. Oh. It's what like cowboys wear are dusters. It's why like. The kind of like reveal the gun motion looks the way right, it does, right, right, right. because the, it's it wraps around the front really far, but it's split in the back. Oh, okay. So it has a really dramatic flair to it when you throw it to the side. Okay. Like I think I... they're called dusters because they the intent is to keep the dust off your legs when you're riding a horse. That makes sense. That would make sense. Because even when you're sitting, because it's split in the back, it splits down over both sides of the horse, right. covering your legs. So it makes more sense than those frickin' elven cloaks. Yes. <laughs> we, uh... I, I like it. It's just kind of surprising how long they are. It looks like they made them the same size, but, like, some of these guys are not the same height. Right. So some of them, it fits a little awkwardly on. Like, the two in the middle, next to, like, closest to the door, are shorter than the two flanking them. So, like, theirs is almost to the floor. Yeah. But, I mean, like, that sort of thing is almost true to form to, like, real-world history when it comes to armor that's not plate. Because things would be, 
like passed on from father to son and it's real hard to resize stuff. Oh, I see. But plate has to be made for you. Right. But scale is like, scale like this is like a shirt. It doesn't do the same job that plate mail does. Yeah. Because if plate mail doesn't fit you right, you're going to have a real bad time. Yeah, for real. Chafing. And just not being able to move right. Well, like the, the joint from your shoulder to your elbow has to be the right length in an, arti- <laughs> in an articulated suit. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're like, I'm going to borrow this. And then like the joints are all wrong. So you're trying to walk and then you just like fall on you your just face. hobble. Well, at least I'm like... Most armor was built to be as utilitarian as it could be. That's fair. We see um, uh, Wormtongue's uh, toadies, his his groupies. Yep, Worm Squad. Worm Squad. They're skulking in the back of the back of Metaseld, but on the opposite sides of the columns. Are they though? Like they're not in the back because the back is where the door is they're just like lurking in the wings they're in the shadows which is like so extra it's what i would expect of worm squad right do you think they rehearsed this they're just like all right these four guys are gonna walk in you guys are gonna gonna come up this way and you're gonna like flank them it's gonna be it's gonna be cool i don't mean like for this this scenario and on, in general, no, as soon as the Royal like, Guard went to go get him, like, Wormton was like, all right, guys. No, I I mean, like, do you think that they, they've practiced this before, like, as an intimidation technique? Like, yeah. Like, okay, you, you're on the right side, you're on the left side, you gotta look intimidating and surly, you gotta keep to the shadows. You no, 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 follow no, these okay. guys in. You gotta, like, Wormtongue is just like, cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, more like this, and like, he slinks away. <laughs> yeah. He's gotta, he's instructing them on how to skulk. <laughs> He's got like a little beret and a scarf and a clipboard. There's a director's chair <laughs> right next to the throne. In full view of Theoden, who's just like... He's like that community college theater director that tries too hard. He's got the little Spock sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. And the the little like... the the is it, a, is it still called a megaphone, but it's not like a machine one. It's just like a horn that you're talking to. Like the big cone? Yeah, with the handle on the bottom. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. It's like, cut! <laughs> no, Jeremy, you're doing that wrong. Do it again. From the top. <laughs> From the top, everybody. With feeling. Once more. <laughs> he's like clinging, the way he's clinging to the the throne is so, uh, well, obviously. Looks so rehearsed and overdramatic. Yes. I mean, it's a movie, but... I, I like that he's, like, physically, literally clinging to power. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And... In the last scene that he's going to have any, which is cool. Like, okay. it's He's he's technically practicing um, good manners because he's not speaking until the king speaks. However, when he's, like whispering it's not really whispering it's like the same volume as when theoden is just like why should i welcome you yeah gandalf storm crow i was i wasn't gonna you know you know old man voice so wouldn't everyone be able to hear that wouldn't everyone be able to be like here like oh he's not welcome like (laughs) we don't like him (laughs) 
And then he's just like, a just question, my liege. As if he didn't set it up. Right. As if everyone couldn't have hear it, heard him. Legolas has freak of nature hearing. He could <laughs> yeah. hear that. Yeah. You'd be like, what? Absolutely. He's an elf. That's what the points are for, right? That's yeah. why, like, deer have pointed ears. <laughs> so they have big ears. No, I know. Multi-directional. Maybe Legolas can't actually hear, because all of his, his nerves are just focused his on eyes. his eyes. His brain can't handle more than one um, sense at a time. So he's like, close his eyes in order to hear well. Seems legit. I mean, Aragorn would have been able to hear that. He, like, hears people running by listening to rocks and stuff. These rocks have a story to tell. <laughs> it's just, it's very, it's, it's very silly. Wormtongue, what are you doing? Right, like, it, Legolas absolutely can hear every word Wormtongue is saying. At least, at least him. If not Aragorn, also Gandalf. He's not welcome. Gandalf just got reincarnated. He's got, like, a brand new body. Right? Like, Gandalf's Gandalf's ready for some... Well, I guess not brand new. For some serious stuff. He's been, like, upgraded. Yeah, he got a... Well, no, he he just went through the wash. We, he, we talked about this. He got a couple more skill points and perception. He got a new, new coat of paint. New... He got some bleh, new clothes. Bleh. He got a new coat of paint. He's got a new stick. He's not supposed to have it yet, but that's next minute. I like the I like the barbs that kind of get thrown back and forth in this minute. Yeah, like the the Gandalf Stormcrow thing. It's kind of cool, and that ties into Warm uh, Tongue saying, "You know, ill news is an ill friend." Ill guest. Ill guest. Ill news is an ill guest because you know crows are harbingers of bad news. But crows are so cute, and they're really smart. They remember. They do. They will. They will, they, they, they're chill. Crows are really cool. I try not to be mean to crows because, A, because they'll remember and then they'll, like, get their friends and they'll mess you up. But, like, they'll, they'll meet you in a dark alley. They're just doing their best. They're just trying to live their crow lives in a terrible world. And then, uh, Wormtongue calls him Laugh Spell, which I've always took to mean, uh, like as a as a poor omen, or as a spell that doesn't work. It's a trick. It's it's a charade. A charade. I feel like warm like community college theater director Wormtongue would say it like that. <laughs> Your magic is nothing more than a charade. A charade, and then he like flips his scarf <laughs> over his shoulder. <laughs> I mean, Wormtongue's hair is long enough; he could just flip his hair over That's his shoulder. True. Just doing the hair flip for for emphasis. For emphasis. Uh, that one hurt. Hey, there's a band called Laugh Spell. That's cool. Of course it's a metal band. <laughs> all the Lord of the- I love all the Lord of the Rings metal bands. Laugh Spell literally translates to ill news in Old English. Boom. Which comes from uh, laugh meaning causing hate, evil, injury, and spell meaning story or message. Okay, so like he the opposite he, of gospel. Oh, so like he um insults Gandalf and then feels the need to explain it. Yeah, I guess he, he explains what he said. He's like, boom. I guess given the context, it always seemed rather rather relatively obvious what last spell meant. 
Yeah. That's And that's why Warm Tongue explains it. Wow, that's like having to explain a joke. That's just Warm Tongue talking down to people. That's just Warm Tongue doing his job. Yeah. I guess. I mean, being part of the court of a king, he's probably used to having to explain things to people. That's so condescending. I mean, the populace isn't educated. But that's so con. He would not deal with the common people. I mean, he's probably the only person anyone talks to. He would not. At this point. He would not. He would, like, okay, we see a bunch of other, like, courtiers uh, next minute. He would delegate to them. Because mm. I feel like he is, he is, like, drunk on power, right? Like, he doesn't want to talk to anybody who's not. He talks to Aemer, but Aemer's, like, the, the, he's the, Aemer's the nephew of the king, so he's mm. still royalty. There's no way Wormtongue fraternizes with the people. I don't believe that for a second. He probably doesn't let anybody in, too. Like, it's probably a big deal that these people are coming into the hall. Maybe. I mean, he's the—he's really the guy sitting on the throne at this point. Yeah. So any anything that has to go through the king has to go through Warm Tongue. Right. But, like, look at his, like... Okay, so if he's, like, a, a previous commoner... He's distanced himself so much, I doubt that he would even, like, want to talk to anybody. Mm. That wasn't, like, of importance. Because what do they matter to him? I feel like that that would At be the his... same time, Saruman's probably like, you have to listen to everything so you can tell me what's going on. Well, no, that's what he's got spies for. That's what he's got his squad for, his worm squad. I mean, Wormtongue is his, his chief spy in Rohan. Right. But then he also probably has, like, he probably just... Corbain of Dunland. Yeah. Birds. He he probably gets those dudes to, like, rough people up and, and do his dirty work for him. Just like, you guys will get land and horses when I rule Rohan. Yeah, for real. I don't think Wormtongue would do that. I think he just, like, stays in the palace and is a creepy little dude. Because the whole idea is that he is just, like... He's distracting or keeping the king from his duties, and part of the duty of a king is to listen to your people. So I doubt Wormtongue would, like, listen to the people. It's probably why they're all grumpy. Can find more cheer in a graveyard. Thanks, Gimli. You're a real pal. So uh, a thing to note about Theoden is that his, his look is all makeup. He's not wearing any prostheses, prosthetics. This is all uh, old-fashioned, like, stippling makeup. It's layers and layers and layers to give the effect of, like, a, a prosthetic. Yeah. That's, That's why cool. it takes so long. Did you ever see those YouTube, those dumb YouTube videos? There's, like, 100-layer makeup challenge or whatever? No. <laughs> That's what I think about when you're talking about layers and layers of makeup. Like, people would do, like, 100 layers of foundation. I don't remember why, but it was, like, horrifying. <laughs> How long would that take to come off? I don't know. That had to have been a problem. That's a lot of makeup removal wipes, you guys. They're poor pores. <laughs> uh, or like a hundred, um, a hundred layers of like mascara or eyeshadow. It's crazy. Why? I don't know. It was a couple of years ago, I think. That's strange. Yes. Though ultimately harmless. Go ahead and waste your makeup. <laughs> right i mean 
hundred layers that that cost you how many how many little tubes of foundation or bottles of foundation or whatever did that take? Yeah, hopefully one. Probably not. I don't know. I'm too poor to wear makeup. I also have no patience for it. So like hearing. I have no pay like I barely have the patience to apply my own makeup and that's not even like it's not even like anything. So hearing about people like actors sitting in a makeup chair for hours and hours and hours to like like the guy that played um the 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 Urukai. Yeah, the guy that played Lurtz. Yeah. What was it like? Eighteen hours of makeup for one shot and prosthetics. Yeah, that's crazy. Literally all day for like two hours of filming, and then we're done. I mean, granted, you get paid for those hours. I would hope so. I would hope so too. But man, that's crazy. I mean, I don't like the idea when I did when I did theater like in school. I didn't like the idea of someone applying makeup to my eyes, so I learned to do it myself because I couldn't deal with it. There you go. I'm just like, no, no, no. If I, if I stab myself in the eye, I've only got myself to blame. I'm going to learn how to do this. I'm not comfortable with sharp implements held by other people. It's not so bad. I've been in, in a couple weddings where, you know, they had, like, the makeup people doing stuff. So you just kind of have to sit still and let them do their job. They're professionals. They know what they're doing. Hmm. Maybe not high school kids. but Yeah, no, maybe, maybe not people <laughs> doing the makeup for a high school play. Uh-huh. Or even for a college play, for that matter. Well, I mean, if you're you're going to school for for costuming and makeup, but I don't know, high schoolers maybe not. I get uncomfortable just when I go to the eye doctor. So <laughs> where they do a little puff of air. Yeah, that freaks me out. <laughs> like the thing that like measures your your retina or whatever, and it like gets so close to your eye. And I'm I'm never sure if like it's gonna touch my face, t- touch my eye, and we're just like, oh god, what is this? I mean, they went to like eight years of school to know how to do that, so it just freaks me out, man. There's this little machine with like a little tiny dot of light, and it's just like, don't blink, and it gets real close to you. <laughs> I think I'm good here, though. I think so too. We'll have the the ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny tomorrow. There's a vintage meme for you guys. Thanks for joining us today, everybody. If you'd like to continue the discussion on Facebook, you can go to our Facebook listener group, The Fellowship of the Mic. Uh, or if you're so inclined, you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or the podcast of your choice. Really helps us out, helps grow the brand, as it were. We have a brand? Well, yeah, I guess. Tangents. <laughs> um, also on Facebook is our um, like official page. Uh, so you can like that. And if you're having trouble finding the group, the group is linked to our page. So if you go to um, Lord of the Rings Minute, the page, you'll find the group. As always, I hope everyone has a great day and we'll be back tomorrow to finish off the week. Bye!
genre.